The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Mind Matters with your host, the Mexican, the man with the million dollar plan. If nobody, if he can't do it, nobody can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Coming to you live from the city that never sleeps, the most electrifying city in the entire United States and possibly the world, Columbus, Ohio. We are in the midst of driving to meet a PNC, that does not mean the bank. No, that it means and stands for potential new client. Yes, today's episode will focus strictly on work issues. Things that drive me nuts at my firm. Mind you, I always calm myself down by thinking it is not as bad as it used to be at the old firm. At the old empire. But yes... Let's start off by uh, thanking the viewer, the listeners, for somehow making episode 163. Last we mentioned, it was in the top five at number four, um, right at the two-year anniversary. And now, for some reason, it is challenging episode 7 for the top spot. It is slightly behind at the number 2. And I always thought to myself, you know what? I don't know. understand why people were so fascinated with episode 7. It was basically me bitching about my ex who wanted to be friends with my mom after we broke up. Interesting and entertaining episode. But as I was watching 163 move up the ranks, I'm like, why is everybody so fond of 163? I could, I can't get it. I don't listen to my own episode, so I record it and I don't even think about it. Like, once it's up online on iTunes, streaming, I'm, I, it's in the back of my head. I don't even remember what I podcast about. I, I literally couldn't tell you. So, when I saw it, it was on number two, I looked at it and said, oh, the Hawaii episode? Oh, shit. I don't, I mean... It wasn't as entertaining as 7. At least I don't think so. But, hey, thank you, listeners. Thank you, everybody. All the Mexican fanatics, everybody who listens to the podcast, whether live, a week later, a year later, it doesn't matter. You guys make this show possible going to your strong. Anyway, enough about that. Let me read. This is how we're going to start the work issues. As you know, the girl that got me the job, Emily, my girlfriend's so-called friend, resigned, put a two weeks notice in and went to another firm, supposedly Scott Smith. And I'm like, if I don't know, and I've been doing personal injury for two, three years now, if I don't fucking know your firm out of all the chiropractor visits, all the propaganda 
and every you know file we steal clients from, you know, I mean firm we steal clients from. If I don't know who you are, then you're clearly at the bottom of the food chain when it comes to personal injury. Like, you're smaller than my firm. And the fact that you, A, have an associate's degree, B, don't know how to do your job, luckily, you got fed up with my attorney yelling at you and decided to go somewhere else, and now you're here at some firm that I don't even fucking know? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You, You... And here's the worst part. So for July, I had 60 demands. The negotiator, Kevin, matched me with 60 cases settled, which is good. The first time he actually tied me. But he's the only one who's trying to compete. And it's not even, it's apples and oranges, people. Cases settled and demands out to the adjuster are not even the same, it's not even the same race. But all my other case managers, fuck. Christina had 15 Emily, in her last month, had three. You did three the entire fucking month of July. And you wondered why my attorney was yelling at you for not doing squat. You are literally going to another firm where you are literally bringing nothing to the table. I don't even know how you got the job. But no. And oh, and then Gina had one. Uh, Madri had three. Like... It's insane. Christina had 15, yes, and Emily 3. So let's see. Let's add that up. 15, 3, 3. That's 21 and 1, 22. I literally had three times the demands. Like, it's insane. And I went slow. I took it slow, people. And I've only been there since April. Can you imagine if you counted? Like, let's see. January had 87. February had 60. And then I left in March... And halfway through the month, I had 36. So even with the 36, I'm like almost at 500 for the year. That is higher than anybody at the firm right now, year to date. Hell, even take away the three months at the old firm or two and a half. Shit, I still have more than everybody year to date. And hey, if I had not taken two weeks off in March, I would have had 72. That's insane. 30, 80, 103, and 60. Like, what are you guys doing? Oh, but everybody likes to complain about everybody, talk drama about everybody. And our office manager has no authority. It's sad. But things need, I swear, we need to get rid of the other three idiots that constantly do nothing and and just talk nonsense and drama. Actually, there's four. And things will be a lot smoother. And hire some people that actually know what the fuck they're doing. So, there's enough of a tangent. Let's move on to the email I was going to read. So, office manager sends it to everybody at the firm. Marketing, intake, us case managers. Mike is copied on it. Everyone. And it's called important reminders in all caps. Bullet point number one. When a client calls and asks for someone, please pull it up in the system. See whose initials are beside the client's names. Everybody keeps getting too many calls that are not their clients. Yes. I myself, on on a daily average, five or six emails, voicemails from people who, they're not my fucking clients. Because people just blind transfer. 
It's insane. Oh, and by people, I mean the receptionist, Tina, blind transfers, because she literally the other day said, I when I was talking about, oh, I got at least four while I was gone, and she goes, oh, I don't know who would do it, because uh, I always look it up. I'm like, um, bitch, one of them was from you. Uh, who? Connie Stevens. Oh, uh, uh, well, that's because I'm doing something else, and I didn't have time to look it up. Oh, yeah, because you have more files than I do? No. That's the thing. Everybody justifies it by saying, I have a lot on my plate to do right now. Bitches, nobody at the firm has higher caseload than I do. I'm at 338 because Emily left. Nobody, not even the attorneys, have higher than 338. And on top of that, I'm not complaining left and right about them. I manage them. I know what to do. I get the demands out. I'm number one in demands. On top of that, Tina does not take more phone calls than everybody else because half the time she's not even at the office. On top of that, I can guarantee you we pull pay stops. Nobody else is working 70 hours a week on average. So get the fuck out of here. The fact that I've never been yelled at by my attorney for what I do is a testament to the fact that I know what I'm doing. I don't have meltdowns. Yeah, because the other day Gina had a meltdown because, oh my lord, a client yelled at her. You know how many times I get yelled at on a daily basis? Do you know how many times on a daily basis I get yelled at by a client? Does it phase me? No. Please take the the extra second, the email goes on to say, to make sure the file isn't with someone else instead of just blind transferring. Thank you. Bullet point number two, scan all invoices into client files under the invoice folder. Well, number one, when the files get created, nobody's creating an invoice folder. I'm not creating an invoice folder. I know which invoice goes to where. If the accounting person is some old hag, a.k.a. Teresa, who doesn't know how to figure it out, and when she had files, because, you know, she used to be a case manager until she couldn't handle it and got moved over to accounting when the accounting guy got fired. Oh, I don't see any invoices created, a folder created by Teresa. So how is she bitching about it now? Oh, because she can't keep track of it? Well, here's, a, here's an idea. Uh, the invoice has a date. Go in my case and see, or, you know, our system, and see who fucking created the request. Bada beam, bada boom, problem solved. I'm sorry that you are 100 and don't know how to use technology, but that is not my problem. That is probably the only bullet point I actually have a semi-issue with. Aside from that, I'm okay with the rest of the bullet points. Mine is that nonsense about, you know, invoicing. Like, are you really that retarded that you can't create a system where you figure out invoices? Like, are you seriously that stupid? Anywho, let's go down the list. Invoices put in date of loss. Oh, oh, sorry. Invoices. Put them, put the date of loss at the top left corner of the invoice. So now we got to write on the damn thing. We have clients with multiple accidents and this messes up unbilled costs if they are not separated. Um, again, 
back to Teresa not being able to figure the fuck out what's going on. If you have an unpaid invoice and there's more than one file, um, yeah, the client is probably uh, done treating for the first accident, unless there's two accidents at the same time, in which case, and hey, it happens. I have a client who got an accident in the morning and then one in the afternoon. There's two accidents. Um, it's the same treatment, so it should be only one invoice. Number two, if you have more than one invoice, we have two of them. Well, guess what? If you have two of them, um, well, if there's two invoices, uh, it is uh, very easy to figure out which one belongs to who because you will have one that's probably done treating and the other one that is not done treating. So basically, you will basically be able to figure out by simple deductions, oh, client's done treating with the first accident? Oh, okay, well clearly it's not this one because he's done treating and the case is probably closed. It's probably the second accident. Oh, oh, yo, yo, I'm an idiot. Checks for MedPay. Make sure you have the client sign them and deposit them into the trust account. Copy the check, write deposit into trust, then scan it into the settlement folder and email it to Teresa. Oh yes, let's do her job for you, Teresa, because you clearly don't know what you're doing, but let's just do it for you. You know, we're idiots. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Let's just take care of that for you because you don't know what you're doing. Oh, and in our system, please list the client's injuries and all information, including the tortfeasor's name and our client's treatment, because we got to make sure we know what they're saying. That seems self-explanatory. The fact that nobody is doing that, it's already insane. If you're not doing those simple things, like I know everything I do. If a client tells me they, they sneezed, guess what? Client sneezed. Like, notes are everywhere. If you're literally not doing that, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I honestly don't know. Like, I have no idea why you would not tell people what is going on in the file. Like, I want to know because it's my fucking file. So if anybody at work pulls up my thing, my case, because I'm not there and they call... Um, it's pretty straightforward. Read the notes. Bada beam, bada boom. Oh, oh, this is what Alex is talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. I handled it perfectly. Oh, great. How lovely, Javli. Oh, Lord Almighty. I understand the complication of doing your job. Also, oh, yes, there's more. Please help answer the phones. They are ringing. Do not just ignore a ringing fault. It could be a potential new client. Without them, we don't have a job. Oh, I don't know, because we don't get as near the amount of volume of calls that my old firm used to, and the receptionist can't handle all of them because she's not fucking at her desk. And apparently she's too overwhelmed to look up stuff of my case. No, that is the problem. Even if you hire another receptionist, this bitch is the one training them. So... Yeah, I don't need somebody else being trained to not look up shit when answering the phone. No. And one time she actually had the audacity, Tina had the audacity to say that she averages 200 calls a day. That's fucking bullshit. 
no, you don't. I wasn't averaging 200 calls a day working at the old firm, which was way bigger and had more clients. Fuck that. How about you actually sit at your desk, answer phones, pull them up, and quit bitching? Oh, but there's a little bigger, like a little bolder section in the freaking uh, email. Files, in all caps, are being audited at the beginning, at the demand stage, and at the negotiation stage. Make sure we are not cutting corners. Call your clients and make this a memorable experience for them. Get them to do a good Google review. Once you verify they completed it online, let me know by email ASAP. Let's see how many reviews you can get in the month of August. Who knows? There may be something special for the winner. I could care less about Google reviews. Literally could give two shits. So, that being said, uh, this was sent out, let's see, Monday. No one thus far is adhering to the rules that this was set forth upon our entire firm. Nobody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. I literally, as I said, just the other day had clients who I didn't, they're not my clients, put them by voicemail. I don't understand how hard it is. Like it's not rocket science to do a good job. For example, do what you're supposed to do. Case in point. Mind Matters has sponsors. Every episode, we got to talk about the fucking sponsors. There's no ifs, buts about it. Super Studio 253. Give them a call, 253-270-700. Save money by using promo code MEXI, and it saves you on your classes and membership. Same thing goes for Hand and Stone Massage. Go to the one in Dublin, or the various locations around Columbus and the country. Use the promo code MEXI, and it saves you money on your first Swedish massage. Give them a call. Also, if you're stuck in traffic like I am right now, you better make sure you're insured because in case somebody hits you out of nowhere and doesn't have insurance, you want to be covered. Call Ramo. Vote for Ramo at American National. 614-595-2934. Promo code MEXI saves you on your bundling on your car insurance. Bam. Look at that. Doing what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Interesting how I tie things up. But anyways, doing what you're supposed to do. Your sponsors, you you promote them. Huh. Super Studio 253, America National, and Hannistow Massage. Proud sponsors of the Mexi My Madness podcast. Oh, 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 I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's not that hard. Again, what drives me nuts is the flow. We like to slack off. I remember talking to intake guy Ethan at the beginning and telling him, hey, these newer files from 2018, we need to start ordering shit ASAP so we don't order everything at once and have a high invoice. Also, it makes it take less time when they're done treating. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now that him and Madri are 100% intake, well... Um, They have no files. So, the other, uh, beginning of August, actually, Ethan gave me the last of his files. And um, 99% of them were done treating. And he had not requested, not even record, ER records. Chiropractor records were not even in the file. And they'd been done treating for a couple months. I'm like, Ethan, it's fucking August. 
You've got to be shitting me. We literally talked about this. Like, it is not that hard to order the ER records. I have had new clients, not just Spanish, but like English now, because it's just us three case managers, me, Christina, and, well, Gina, who... She actually is saying, I'm the new Paja because Paja got fired because she sucked. And I'm like, yeah, you're not doing a good job. You literally requested records for me twice on the same clients because you did not make a note saying you did it. You have less files than me, yet you always complain that you're getting new files. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, she's like, I'm the new Paja. Uh, that's because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not going fast enough. I get new files, and it's it's a breath of fresh air because my own files, they're they're a walk in the park. I literally just had a client who told me, oh yeah, I went to Ohio Health Westerville, and then I find out, uh, no, you did not. This says Ohio Health LCHC. Oh yeah, Lewis Center Health Center. Oh yeah, that's right. Bam, called them. How do I request records of bills? Bam, ordered them. Done. Client quit lying to me. Another client. She was at Walmart, toy boxes fell off the top shelf, hit her in the head. Nowhere in the file did it say that she went to the ER. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did go to the ER. So after I had created the HIPAAs to use and the request forms to use for when she got done with her primary care doctor and got done with the neurologist, you know, those appointments are coming up in September. They're already created and ready to be just faxed. Stuff that other people don't do. And then when she told me, oh, I actually did go to the ER. I'm like, motherfucker, go get your damn records yourself. And then I created everything else, the billing request form, the ER physician's request form, radiology, bada bim, bada boom, done before I'm on my way to the chiropractor. It is really not rocket science. How do you think, like, you guys think I was born to do legal stuff? Some of you might because I love arguing and spitting out facts and using the truth Bending the truth and creating white lies. Yeah. But the old firm was literally the first legal job I had after I did my master's in business administration, my master's in legal studies. And I was there for two years. And I went from a support paralegal to a number one paralegal that literally had the highest caseload, 350, and I had the highest demands from the month on a monthly basis from the month of September till I left in in March of 2018 that is September October November December January February March that is literally that is literally 6 months at the top of all the paralegals in all of the satellite offices they literally had to stop giving out bonuses because the quarter, they would get bonuses per quarter. The fall, the winter quarter, October, November, December, I literally had the most above goal and the most overall. Again, a demand is not hard to create. You get the records and bills. You get the police report. You get the lost wages. If they want to do a pain and suffering letter, you add that. You add it all together. Tally it up. Create a special sheet with the total. Then write a demand letter. Problem solved. You can even do it if they don't treat. If it's a nuisance claim because they, you know, they were in the accident but they weren't hurt. Yeah, you can do that too. It's not rocket science, okay? 
It is literally that easy. But nobody likes to do it. Nobody likes to take the time. We're literally hiring people who are idiots. Like, Gina literally got upset at our attorney when he said, I think it was in May, that I was the medical records specialist. And she got offended. Oh, I know how to regress records and bills. That's what I do. Really? I tested her out for two months. I sent her a bunch of emails. They, she literally took two months to do all of them. Clients were calling pissed. I'm like, I don't know what to tell them because the bitch taking forever. Now I do my own because it's way faster. I even showed her how to read the fucking bills and see what the code says about the location. Ohio Health bills, the location's coded on the fucking bill each time. Showed her with the fucking diagnostic codes. If they had x-rays, it would be in the facility bill because it would say there. If it doesn't say there, guess what? They can tell you they got x-rays all day long, but at the end of the day, they never got x-rayed. So quit talking nonsense. I just can't with these people. Like, I don't understand how you can claim that you are overwhelmed, you have too much shit to do when you don't have 300 plus files, you don't work 70 hours a week, and you're not sitting at your desk for at least eight hours. The excuses are various. Ethan's like, well, I'm always out signing up PNCs. I've done seven. In the month of August. I'm on my way to one right now. I guess what? I still hit the most demands. Oh, I, I answer the phone all the time. Motherfucker, if we took the amount of calls that everybody answers, I'm pretty sure I'm up there. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, I open up files. Motherfucker, I do that too. It's not rocket science. Oh, I always have to disperse and settle cases. I do that for my Spanish cases. What's the issue? Like, nobody does more than I do. And the only person that complain, that doesn't complain is myself. I don't bitch about what I do 24-7. The only time I throw a fit is when one of these assholes tries to lie to my face and say, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm always busy. No, you're not. Like Tina the other day, oh yeah, no, uh, I always look it up and I never send you one that's not yours. Bullshit, you do. You call a spade a spade, okay? It takes a certain backbone to put up with clients' bullshit. I, myself, am very good at being an asshole and yelling back at clients who claim that they've called a, a thousand times. I'll blame it on everybody else. And I've told clients, I'm like, this is Steph Curry you're talking to. You're not playing with Smoosh Parker anymore. You're playing with Steph fucking Curry. Oh, we had phone issues. Oh, you you show up unannounced, which is another thing that drives me nuts about clients. They show up unannounced. Oh, you show up unannounced? No, guess what? Walk back out the door, call me, make an appointment. If it's useful, I will have you show up. If not, get the fuck out of here. Well, I want an update. Are you still treating? Yeah, well, there's your update. Oh, I want an update. Oh, did you get my records for me? No? Well, there's your update. Shut the fuck up and do what you're supposed to do. No, you cannot have another loan. Oh, but 
So-and-so said, guess what? So-and-so's fired. I don't know what they said. I can't vouch for them. But guess what? In the last month or however long it's been since I have your case, it's advanced from zero to 110% thanks to this guy right here in front of you. You're in good hands. Shut the fuck up. Let me do what I do best. And that's how personal injury works. I pulled the stat sheet. You can put the stat sheet. I keep track of it. The negotiator, Kevin, loves me. He goes, I love your demands. Well, yeah, because everything's right fucking there. I don't like the supplement. Everything's there. It's related. It's not related. It's right fucking there. If you don't like it, fuck. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, there's tabs. Christina, the other day, was like, Alex, you and your tabs, you drive me crazy. They're, they're pointless. Really? Because you like to spend 20 minutes every demand fucking putting the damn brochure together of that old-ass machine from 1970. And sending that to the client so you could get his permission. Fuck that shit. It's useless. It's pointless. Yeah, that's why you have 15 and I have 60. And on that note... That's enough about the work rant. Hope you enjoyed this work at firm edition, personal injury edition of the podcast. We're always on iTunes and SoundCloud. Review us, listen to us, subscribe. Tell us what you think. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube. Send us questions, concerns. You know how to get a hold of me. And as always, you all know... Where there's a Mexican, there's always a motherfucking way. Until next time, this guy's got to sign up a PNC. Hasta luego, bitches.